Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Center of the universe Center of the universe Bends I talk everything And selfless and way to wrestling Welcome back to the Center of the Universe. It's Ben. And it's Zach. Zach, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, brother. How about you? Um, <laughs> so, you know, the last episode was... I, I revealed a lot in the last episode. Yes, the, the Metamucil adventures. Yes. So, um, for, for our, our guest that maybe not, does not know this, um, I have an anal fissure, and I talked about it. I mean, not like, like in graphic detail because, you know, I'm not a monster. Um, I just drink monster. Um, but I I talked about it and we named the episode from a, a kind of a rift on there. Episode was named, I think it was Hard Dicks and then Soft Shits. Uh-huh. To talk about Blue Chew and Metamucil. And then I, you know, I was very proud of it. It was a great Still episode. Still waiting on that Blue Chew sponsorship, by the way. I really am. Um, not the Metamucil. Oh, I mean, <laughs> fuck, if they could actually do that too, like, they would be saving me money. Um Man, but I, you know, released it out to the world, and I got some feedback from my family. Oh, nice. Excellent. Not my wife, um, which I was like, so, did you see the podcast? I'm like, yeah. It, like, and I'm thinking, like, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, but she's like, yeah, I saw it. Oh. I saw it. That, that heavy sigh. <laughs> yep. Deep, heavy sigh. But then some family members were like, what are you, what, what the fuck? I'm like, and I told them, like, but, but your name's attached to it. I'm like, yeah, my name is fine. It's, it's like, we're I, here to normalize. Yeah. Like, I mean, what shouldn't be normalized? Yeah. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, like, an anal fissure is not like it's anything to be ashamed of. Like, it happens. Again, I'm not going into graphic detail, which, believe me, I could. Not going to. But it was definitely some fun feedback. But it was a fun episode. Um, very exciting things are happening for the podcast in the near future. Um, things have been with ordered. the anal fisher. Yes, um, we're gonna have. We're going <laughs> live. We're going. I was gonna say, please don't bring that to the screen. No, we're, we're going. We're going Facebook Live inside. Uh, but no, um, this podcast is getting a major upgrade. Uh, things have been ordered. They're on their way here. That our sound, our quality of sound is gonna get better. We're gonna be able to uh, talk to people all around the world. I mean, still having our in-house guests, that's always the best. Face-to-face, yeah, we love that. Face-to-face is always the best, but, like, being able to expand is going to be nice. Uh, The ability of a soundboard is definitely happening. The thing that was purchased. Yeah, that. um, (laughs) Like, just, like, inappropriate things. Um, Yeah, so in the next couple of weeks, uh, when you hear this podcast and it gets drive-timey up the ass, just know... Um, it's an better than news in drive time we specialist. We're gonna we're, we're gonna get a couple of those together, and like that's gonna be a drop. That's gonna a thousand percent be a drop. Yeah. I'm gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt every time that we we podcast, even though people can't see it. Yep. Just be like, but just know that like, like we're going to that level. The pattern. It's gonna be fantastic. So Zach, how are you? How are um, you've been doing a lot of uh, production lately? Yes, yes. So I've been teaching. I. Uh, I've been teaching this film production emphasis course, and I have my students, they're all shooting their short films this month. So I've been on like three film sets in the past five days, and I'm just like, 
completely burnt out. I'm so excited for the weekend. But uh, they're doing well. They're, it's their very first feature film, or not feature, short films that they've ever done. And uh, it's interesting to see like who was paying attention to put some of the stuff we talked about in class into practice. And um, Are some people not paying attention? Uh, it's kind of, you can tell when they start to hit the panic button and it's just like, man, we talked about this. We went over this. I gave you homework. Do you, you know? have that one kid, the kid that was like, I'm coming to class. I know it all. You don't need to explain anything to me because I've watched enough films yeah. to know what I'm doing. I've, I've seen every Tarantino film yeah. twice. And then just falls flat on his face yeah, during it, production. It, it, it's getting there, yeah. Yeah, that's always great to see. It's always great to be part of that group, too, to see that happen to that one person, I feel. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we all know you, you've watched enough movies. Great. But then watch them actually go and do that in classes like yeah. I subscribe I subscribe to Criterion so I'm I, I know what I'm talking about oh more so than anybody you're like a Jean-Luc uh, Godard yeah did, yeah did anyone come up with a beret please tell me someone came up no, with no I kind of wish they did a but, white uh, a white scarf thrown back like automatic F. I don't yeah. care if you're good or not automatic but the pro- I think probably one of the worst things though was is it was like they're in a couple of a month or so back there you know they're writing their scripts and all that and I'm like hey like Heads up, you guys are going to be shooting in winter. Like, it's Cleveland winter. It's going to be cold. So, mind your exteriors. And all that. like, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And, like, sure enough, like, the first two are all exteriors. Like, when all that heavy snow hit and it's just, like, 20 degrees below out, you know, it's awful. You got to love first-timers. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just... Even like I again like I like my you you have been there for all of my film experience. Mm-hmm. Even I would figure out like huh, it's wintertime in Ohio. Perhaps I don't want to do anything outside yeah. because like today beautiful sunshiny day, yeah. cold but sunshiny. Yeah. Tomorrow it could be the apocalypse. Like I does it like it, 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 the next day it could be back to sunny. Like you don't that's know. cool in weather yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and like. That's just uh, the first legit music video I ever did um, was in a barn and it was like 13 degrees outside and the coffee was literally freezing in the cups. And, you know, you're like, oh, I'll get another cup. It'll be warm. And then you go get the Dunkin' container and you pour it and nothing. It's heavy, but there's nothing coming out of it. And I'm making like a pouring thing, but no one can see this. So, you know, it's like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, by the end of the day, you're just, we're just frostbit. It was terrible. It's terrible. That's the one lesson that, that's, that was the moment I learned. Never, never shoot in Ohio in the winter. There you go. Yeah. You're going to freeze your ass off. That's That's, a challenge. I mean, that's just got to be, but like, uh, you know, kind of on the flip side, have you seen like any of your students really like click and you're like, wow. Yeah. They started like when they start realizing like what coverage is and it's like, you know, some people that just set the camera up and they'll play the whole scene out in a master and be like, okay, we're done. I'm like, no, like you, you need your close-ups, you need your inserts. That's called French New Wave. You don't need inserts. Just <laughs> just act it out like a stage play. It'll be That's fun. right. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's it's coming along. I'm really rooting for them. They're doing a fantastic job uh, so far. I'm excited for them to be able to jump into the edit and uh, piece that together because next up they have to do a short form documentary. Oh, oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. If any of them want to do it on Anal Fishers, there, yeah, I, I got, I got it a, now while it's fresh. I got know. a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. Get your Anal Fisher by two o'clock <laughs> with nail polish. With nail polish. <laughs> Not on the Anal Fisher. Oh the god! Yeah, yeah like that would be. Oh, oh that would be a, a brutal kind of torture. Are we just inventing fetishes now? Is that what it is? We're gonna I guarantee it's already out there. It's already there. Oh, there's somebody that's enjoying that right now. <laughs> Oh, as they listen to our podcast. God bless the internet. 
God bless America. All right. So we have an awesome guest here today. We do. He's already been kind of speaking up a little bit. Uh, today we are joined like by... No, no, it's, it's always funny. Like, like, like cause we never tell guests, like, don't talk. Like, that, But it's funny. Like, some literally just sit there. Like, I think it was our last guest, for the most part, tried to, like, hold in the laughter. I'm like, no one's saying, like, don't you fucking talk until I introduce yeah. you. Like... But some jump right in. I actually like when they jump in, and maybe I guess I need to start t- saying like, "You can talk." Like yeah. it's not like a you know pause until we speak to you, and then you may speak. Yeah, but now the audience knows. At, hopefully, at this point, who we're talking to with this introduction of today, we're joined by Andrew Andrego, also known as as Yoshi by those that love and care deeply for him. He is a local Cleveland filmmaker, business owner, and photographer, uh, chef de cuisine in his own right. Uh, subscriber to Bon Appetit. Um, I no longer just subscribe to Bon Appetit. Oh, no, okay. There had to be cutbacks. Uh, big fan of Stanley Kubrick um, and just all around swell guy. Wow, that was really, a, that was a lot. I don't, I don't know if I could live up to those expectations. And nobody knows me as Andrew and Drago. There's, Everybody, yeah, you're Yoshi. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there might be like four people in the world that actually know that's my. That's when, when, you said, when you said that, like, you had, we had Andrew and Drago on the podcast, like, Cool. Who? And like Yoshi. Like, oh, yeah, Yoshi. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, ah. Like, someone go. knows me somewhere. So, are you still single these days? Uh, wow, the tough question. Wow, right 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 that? I mean, that knew it was going to be because I was going to add the Cleveland's premier bachelor as well, but I wasn't sure. I, I, to do. I, I'm out there, as You're they say. There? I'm out there. I'm meeting ladies. I went on. Hey, ladies. Yeah. There you go. Um, I don't know how much longer I'll be out there meeting ladies. Hopefully, not. You know, are you going to join a monastery or something? What? No, just like I met a girl. She's cool. You know, we'll Ooh. see where it goes. See if we had the soundboard. I don't even, where you would insert like the Saved yeah. by the Bell. Ooh. I don't even like talking about it. it. Makes me nervous. Like I'm really right. breaking a sweat, not because it's hot in here, but just in general. I mean, we have that big shining light right yeah. on. Yeah. Right this now. Is where you, if you, you like, could see me right now, I'm glowing in tungsten. I got a nice like diffusion <laughs> halo going on behind me. Little hair a light. Little hair light. It's it's great. You know. And I love it. Meanwhile, everyone around me is surrounded in darkness. I mean, just you know, we just have millions and millions of people ready to swipe right. So that's why you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Who doesn't swipe right on a face like this? This is true. Perfect for an audio. You can find format. me on Instagram if you want to see how gorgeous I look. So, no, and your Instagram, um, but, you know, obviously beside you know your beautiful angelic face, is just one of those Instagrams that I love when it pops up. Like, you, I mean, obviously you have such a talent and such you take such great you know pictures, and it's just it's fun to follow along with all the things you do. And my first experience with your work was Powerbomb, um, which I thought was awesome. I thought it was a beautiful. Beautifully shot movie, like for and like a, a lot of independent films that I, I, you watch, you're like, I, I mean, I never say I could do that because I've uh, having been on two sets now, I couldn't do it. Like, like you know, barely. Like I like I had to be taught how to like hold the like the light on the music video we shot, like when we're doing the strobe thing. And it was I was just going like this, and like no, you got to do it like fucking this, which is all great for an audio podcast, but <laughs> um, it just but like no, it was so well shot, and so it was just such a, a fun. I know there's there's some shots in there that are like, wow, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, just bringing Zach and BJ's uh, idea to life uh, 
but it was definitely a challenge because we had little time to do it. And well, I know that the scenes from, for people who haven't seen it, you really should. They're going to be, I'm sure, soon coming soon, coming soon, coming more soon. opportunities, very soon. Very soon yeah. Um, like the, the scene between with Matt Cross and Wes in the the basement, oh, or like, yes. like like the sweat box. Like yeah. I've heard the, the stories of like it was yeah. like a, a billion degrees, and I'm now I'm I've been told that cameras and lights don't make that any cooler. Um, so like the, the fact that like things were how was that experience? It's like you're holding something that's pumping out around 100 and some degrees because there's a fan blowing off the camera. So you're holding this little hot box and you're trying to like shoot, but really you're also hot and probably dehydrated if it's a Cleveland summer. But it's still and sleep deprived and sleep deprived. Um, you know the idea. It, at least for me, it's like I want to use as much natural elements as possible when shooting things. So, you know, the lighting in there was all practical lights. We didn't have anything set up that wasn't, uh, you know, most people would put up like a, a larger light to light everybody. But what I try to do is use the lights that in the room to light everybody. One, because I thought it looked cooler. Two, because nobody wants another thing creating another 300 degrees of temperature in a confined space with a broken air conditioner. Um, yeah, because we were shooting, we were shooting mostly nights at that time, and was, then it was still like ninety degrees at night. Yeah, it was, it was, it was warm, and we were shooting like during the day because yeah. we had closed, we closed all the doors to block out mm-hmm. any light that was coming in, so we couldn't even like open a door to even get air moving in there. Yeah. So um, I appreciate you though. You like my Instagram. Um, I try to keep it different. I don't like doing things uh, all the same. You know, like. I see a lot of feeds where it's just like the same style, same style, same style. It's like basically the same photo with just just different content. Yeah. So I like to try to change it up where it's like maybe it's like an editorial style fashion or maybe it's some weird surreal or it's some food or it's my friends or, you know, just and I think they, like keep it quality. But there's so many people that, that are that think there are photographers and like that they're artistic on Instagram and like I'm all for like people if they if they enjoy that, but you can kind of tell like they think that they're art artours. And then people that actually have that talent that like again like you know change it up and it's one it's probably nicer for you to not have the same you know be locked into one style, but also it just it's just a fun like you know scrolling through and in between like the. You know the cosplayers that I follow, which is real fun in public. To you know, like, oh Jesus, um, and then corgis, lots of corgis. I like, I have this, you know, this art, and I, I've, I've had multiple times where like I've turned to my wife and like, look at this picture. Like I, I'm like, who took that? Like someone I know, I know this person, not intimately, but I know them, and it's it's just like it's such a we cool have met thing. Multiple times, yes. <laughs> like we might be able to recognize each other on the street. We're getting intimate today. I uh, oh yeah, I love uh, you know it's I like that the masses have now access photography on their daily lives. You know, it's great because uh, it's a visual history of the world around us. You know, it's like things that most people wouldn't see on their day-to-day basis. You'd see through somebody else's eyes or through somebody else's phone, which I think is great, but it also has devalued the art of photography, which everybody always talks about. So we'll just keep that brief. (laughs) Yeah, because you you shoot both digitally and and on film. Yeah, I like shooting both. One from, like, a skill set, like, you know, and it's, like, a texture thing. Like, you can shoot digital, and you can try to get it close to film, but there's always something that's just off. And I also find it, like, digital's fun. You can get a lot of stuff for no cost of money, which allows you really not to focus on your, like, principal, like, skill set. 
when you have to shoot film, you have to actually know your skill set because A, it's expensive to do, and B, you you don't know what you get, so you can't take that photo three or four times to get that that angle right without once again spending more money and and then not knowing if any of those are right, you know. Yeah. So you want to nail it in the first shot. So it's also like what I apply to my photography too, like as a business, like I can go and I can go and shoot. Like, I do a lot of food photography lately. I can go and shoot a lot of food. You know, I've done McDonald's stuff. I've done, done enough things that, like, yeah, I can shoot this 16 different ways, but you're only going to choose maybe one or two of those shots. So why not nail it in one or two of those shots and then be done with it instead of giving you 14 different options and maybe you'll use them, maybe they'll just sit on a hard drive for the rest of their life. So Now, with film, I mean, and I am completely ignorant when it comes to most of photography. Like, like, like how do you, like, where do you even get film anymore? Like, I mean, I remember, I, I'm old enough to remember, like, you know, when film was the way of things. And, like, you go to the store, you drop off at Walmart and get developed. So, like, now, like, what's the process of, like, getting film yeah. and all that? Because you shoot, because you shoot color, you shoot black and white, you shoot Polaroid. Well, well, they don't make well instant film. They call instant, it instant. Sorry, there you go. Yes, if you want to be hip with the new kids, it's instant film. That being said, Polaroid does have their own brand. It's not really like the Polaroid bowl. There's always something a little off about it. Um, I buy my film from Dodd Camera downtown, or order it online if they don't have it. Uh, you can still get tons of different options. They have all colors, all you know, all the different types of color. They have all which different types of color you wouldn't think would be a thing, but there are different films that you could use to get different tones out of it, different colors, give it a different look. So yeah, they sell multiple versions of that, which is always fun to play with. Um, like if you shoot Fuji, if you're a film shooter, you know, an average person will look at a photo. It's like, oh, that's a photo, you know, but as a film shooter, you look at it, you can look at, if you get good enough at it, you can look at Fujifilm and Kodak film and see a difference. Hmm. Um, Fujifilm usually has a cooler look to it, while Kodak film usually has a warmer look to it. Um, and that's just the way their chemistry works over the years. But it's fun to use because sometimes you'll shoot something on digital and it'll be very flat or the color won't have like a texture to it um, that you shoot on film and it'll look almost completely different like it'll look like a painting that's what i love about film like certain types of film you'll shoot something and it'll just have like a little grain and the texture will, and the colors will look a certain way with the blacks and it'll just look like uh it'll look like a painting which i love yeah because you even play around with like even expired film yeah well, i don't do that much anymore it's more like expired film because it's just a burn weird me. It's burned me enough times where I think that it's going to be, this is going to be amazing. I went and saw uh, Orville Peck. I don't know. Yeah. You, I'm not uh, I'm familiar. Yeah. Orville Peck's great. Uh, country singer, once was a pop singer who decided to become a country singer. And he wears a fringe mask on stage with this, like, uh, you know, like a bandit mask with fringe yeah. coming down. So you I'm can't. Sorry, oh. Oh, see his face. You would you would sincerely enjoy his music. It's very like uh, it's very good. It's very cool. Like I'm very definitely like imagine a depressed Chris Isaac. Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to dinner right now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of. There's a lot of people that brought have this like this new wave of country is coming back. Uh, was it little little Nas or what was it? The, uh, little, little Nas, Nas X. X yeah. Little Nas X. He like. Yep. Before, there, before that, there he is. There he is. 
Looks like Bandito. Never, never takes off that mask. When he is in the area, he's pretty much wearing that mask all the time. I did catch him, though, at Tommy's not wearing the mask. And the only reason I even knew it was him was because the person I was with happened to go on this huge, like, Google search to find out where what he actually looked like. And I'm not going to name any names, but he was in another band at one point in time. Uh, and he was sitting behind us and I was like, I couldn't even make eye contact with him. So I kind of know what he looks like without the mask, um, in person, but I also kind of don't know what he looks like without the mask because I was like, I don't want to make eye contact with the semi-celebrity that I know. So it's- you're like the guy in the dark night that tried to blackmail Bruce Wayne kind of thing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what are you talking about? Kind of blackmail. Talk- what? I'm the guy wearing the hockey uniform? No, no, no. no, no. The, 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 the account is like, you know, I was doing my due oh, diligence. right. And then, like, I found this error. And then yeah. Lucius Fox is like, so your plan is to, to blackmail a man who beats up people for fun? Good luck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's one of my favorite reads of all time. It, it was that. I love that movie. Did you? So have you seen anything about the new one? I've I'm seen the onset so photos. so hyped. Like the, the first photos... I thought were brilliant. I love the idea that the bat suit, that the symbol is the gun that Joe Chill used to kill his parents. If that's what it is, that's one of the theories. Yeah. Is that, oh is, shit! Is that like? And but I love the way it looks. Are they it, going into the Phantom? I, I think it's it's more of like a Batman Year One. See, I'm, I'm down. So they're going. Like, so they're going to start. They're, they're restarting it again. Yeah, they're restarting again. Because I was I was wondering how they're going to do this because I'm a huge fan of the DC universe on television. Like, yeah, I oh, yeah. love yeah, the Arrowverse is great. Uh, I love the Flash. That is my I will I will watch all I will watch the Crisis series on the CW only for the Flash because I have been in love with that show since the 90s. The old on, school Flash? When it was on ABC. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. And I love the, the fact that they brought the dad back. The I thought dad? Was, oh, and then they, t- then they tie it... Spoiler alert. Um, They tie it all together. Like, they tie yeah. in the 90s Flash a into... Smallville was in there. And Smallville oh, into it. And it's just like, you were... You were crazy uh, to come up with this idea in, in general because it's like... They had to go back and look at all these actors who's been in these shows forever and then be like, okay, well, we have the 52 universes. We can throw this guy here. We can throw that guy here. And I think the biggest mistake was Michael Rosenbaum bailing on being Lex Luthor. Yes. Because what are you doing? You, you were the best Lex Luthor next to Kevin Spacey, I feel. Uh, Gene Hackman was really good. But, I like Gene Hackman. Okay. Oh. Kevin Spacey, if Kevin Spacey would have been Lex Luthor, if he would have been basically Frank Underwood as Lex Luthor... He would have been great because, like, when he was cast, I was so happy. But he tried to do a Gene Hackman, and like, he couldn't bridge that gap. Yeah. So, like, I mean, but no, I, I think he is my favorite Lex Luthor, uh, aside from the animated version. But like, he but, like, Rosemary was so good as Lex Luthor. I mean, just to see that whole like, because nobody ever talks about like he really didn't start out as a bad person. You know, no. like he started out he wanted to do good things, but it's just like this slow turn of like, like narcissism. Yeah, Smallville was great and like, power like coming into like like him wanting to be better than yeah better than Clark Kent. The, like yeah, the, the, his relationship with Clark in the beginning, like w- w- I love that show. Like it started like I thought like, it definitely like the whole creature of the week thing was good, but like I loved it. I loved. Um, Jason Hartley, who played uh, Green Arrow in it, I right. thought he was great. Even and I've seen that the pilot for when he did was going to be Aquaman. Oh, oh, 
I'm so glad that that show never. Wait a minute, I remember, I remember that because that was like right when they were they were like because Smallville was doing so good, yeah, so and they, they were going to bring that in. But instead of using the guy who was Aquaman on Smallville, they were going to have Justin Hartley, who was it was before he played Oliver Queen, and then like he was a, he's a great Oliver Queen, and I'm I'm happy that he's on that show. This is us, and he's doing well. I think he's a good actor, but uh, like. I love the Arrowverse. I think it's great. I think the guy who plays uh, Stephen Amell, who plays Oliver Queen, mm-hmm. did it well. Oh, for sure. You mean the wrestler? Yeah, the wrestler. <laughs> the fact that they're bringing, like, they're doing a Lois and Clark now. Like, DC on TV and in animated form is miles ahead of, of Marvel. Right. Like, DC, like, like even, like, the, the Arrow. Like, still struggling with like, television Like, series. Titans was a great show. Yeah. Uh, Swamp Thing, I thought, was great. Doom Patrol was great. Harley Quinn show is really good. So, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, going back to Batman, like, like I love year one. I like the struggle of, like, he is trying to figure out who he is. And Robert Pattinson is a great actor. Oh, I, I finally saw Lighthouse. Like, he is a great actor. Yeah. People hilarious. do not give him a credit because he was in Twilight. And, like... Everyone starts fucking somewhere. Oh my god! Uh, his anything he's done in indie since since Twilight, I feel has been amazing. Like yeah. m- most of the movie, yeah. like Good Times is amazing. I need to uh, revisit Cosmopolis. I still haven't seen that, and that's like it's it's interesting. It, it's just so weird. That's in uh, the Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. Like the, that's was that the last thing he's done? Like what is Cronenberg? Cronenberg he did that one short where he's um, a coroner. Like I he used that a was GoPro. His... Oh really? Yeah, I know his son. His, his son, son did. Some I saw that the antiviral was fantastic. The um, and then he's got a new movie that just hit the festival circuit. I believe it just played Sundance. Um, it's called like Redeemer or something like that. But it's like another another movie you would totally expect from the kid of David Cronenberg. Yeah, I mean that kid has to be a little little off. Uh, circling back to the Flash, though, how they tied in the DC movie universe into. Yeah. The DC TV universe. So it's like, so you're gonna go and you're gonna make, you're gonna bring in the Flash from the the Justice League Flash, who's supposed to still get his own movie, uh, into the the television series, which I've always wanted them to do, and like make that like a highlight point of like, oh no, it's like I exist in your universe also, but then have all these other DC movies like the um, Birds of Prey and. Uh, Aquaman and then this new Batman series you're going to have those all separate from that like and not tie those in because I always thought like I know they like I know the reason why they casted that kid as the Flash but I think the Barry Allen they have on the DC TV shows he's a great actor like yeah Ezra is, is like good. I left some of those episodes yeah. cry like in yeah. tears Ezra's good but like yeah like, like th- th- that's great casting that show um like it's they're, they're such good shows and they're unapologetically comic book shows like they've embraced the fact like yeah they're like if like if people don't know anything about the comic books they can get into it but like they've kind of done what, what Marvel did was if you don't know anything about it we'll, we'll bring you in but we're also going to reward the people that do know about this and we're going to have things for them those little those little yeah. tidbits and like that's it's okay to do that and that's why like I I I absolutely really kind of despise the early like X Men movies because they were so, they were not X Men movies. Oh no, they were those characters were called X Men, but they weren't X Men. Mm-hmm. Like, but like now, like with the Marvel movies, and I'm really excited for the new Marvel shows on Disney Plus, uh, like uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Like, I'm interested to see how th- th- they do they do that because like Mandalorian was great, like all the production values. So, so they have a long way to c- do to catch up to DC because DC has such a long head start on them. Right. But like the DC shows. 
Yeah, even like Batwoman, I thought I think is good. I don't think it's as good as some of the others. Nah, yeah, I watched a couple episodes of that. But like, I mean, I love I love like Rose. Like, I think she's really good as Batwoman. As, uh, but like, I think Birds of Prey was like uh, last episode. I said it was great. I still think it's a great movie. It was super fun. I love all the people just like going out like oh, I didn't make as much money. It failed and like. Like the people are like no one's gonna cosplay as these characters. Shut the fuck up! Like it's, it's a not gr- a, yeah, right. it's a gr- like they may be emotionally attached to a fucking egg sandwich. Which now I really want an egg sandwich. I have an egg sandwich in forever. It's so good. It makes it like my like my wife and I are sitting there in the theater like, are we just hungry? Is that really sexy? That's a sexy sandwich. Like it's a sexy sandwich. Uh, I, I still need to see Birds of Prey. I've been I've been uh, like playing that uh, boss bitch music video from Doja Cat like oh. over and over and over and over. Somebody made a, I, I don't know. So, somehow on my phone, somebody, there's a boss bitch playlist on my phone like in the recently played Spotify things. It worked. I, it worked. I hacked his phone. It worked. I don't know who made this playlist or where it came from but I did boss not. Ass bitch. I never made that or yeah. played any of those songs. So. Yeah, I do I do really enjoy that because I used, with Birds of Prey I've been noticing online that a lot more female comic book fans uh Older and younger have been like kind of coming out, and it's it plays to it. I think the soundtrack is is yeah. plays to that as well. I always like meeting the girl who uh, you wouldn't think would want to go see that movie, but then bring like you know goes and sees all these horror movies or like these art movies, but then it's like. I kind of want to see that. I'm like, you kind of want to see that because inside there's this basic bitch inside you that nobody ever really knows but exists that wants to watch that movie because yeah. it's just fun. Like, you got to go to movies sometimes just to have fun. It should be, there should be art films like you go yeah. and see to expand your mind and yada yada. But like, movies are supposed to be fun. Yeah, that's it's, why the Fast and Furious is on the 10th one. Yeah. And I can't wait for the Is fast. it 10? It's the 10th one with, with John Cena. <laughs> Uh, I would like to point out before I came here and I was taking a shower this morning it popped in my head that that might be a subject that would come up would be the next Fast and Furious movie I was like for some reason I feel that there's going to be some weird segue into the Fast and Furious uh, oh, franchise so let, let me pitch you this good brother imagine you're this Hollywood executive I want to make the new Fast and Furious movie casting wise Vin Diesel John Cena who are they going to be in this movie brothers that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> work. It, 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 it doesn't. He it doesn't. Works. No. They're no, brothers. They're not. That doesn't. They're. <laughs> are they half brothers? No. That doesn't work that full way. Full bros. Full bros. Full bros. Full bros. But I love. I love when there's the series where they cast somebody that's like, this is. There is no way that this person is a family member, and they have to like, oh, you know, you, they notice they start shooting, and they realize it. So there's always like a fill in the gap. Like, oh no, that's not his. That's not the real family. It's like a half sibling I mean, like, or a step sibling, but they call each other family. It very well could be like a half brother situation, but like, I'm so hyped for it. And, and they're bringing back the guy from Tokyo Drift. Who yeah, Justice for Hong. Pearly, who, who apparently died and came back. But I'm waiting for it. In the next movie, because it's going to be a nice movie, you're going to have John Cena, The Rock, Roman Reigns. WWE's taking over this shit over. I, no. That's smart. The Rock's going to be too busy running the country because he's going to be the... He'll Run be, for president? The Rock oh, he's still making movies. I, was, I still want him to become president. Just because here's a guy who has come up from nothing and he's, he's multi-racial. He's basically like macho from Idiocracy. Yeah, and I would rather have a guy that, like... <laughs> has done this and like you watch his Instagram where you read stuff about him and this is a guy who is very intelligent who knows what he's doing with his like 
general life and his public image to become president yep. pretty much on um, his own. I mean, I, I go to his Instagram on days when I, I need I need uh, inspiration to go to work out. I, honestly, I watch his stuff because and I, I'm honestly like I've taken like his whole like you know be the hardest worker in the room. Like he is like, extremely motivational. Like, he's someone that like. He, like this whole seven bucks thing where he, like, he got kicked out of the Canadian Football League and he had seven dollars to his name and where he's become. I mean, like, it's not, like, yeah, like having a, a famous father did help, but like, it was not like his father, like, like he did, like, he did 99.9% even... of the work. Like, having that, like, Rocky Johnson's dad got him a meeting. He did everything else. And the whole story of him, him like, he wasn't getting over it. Like, give me one minute of airtime to let me cut a promo. And that's he went off yeah. to the races. And the guy is just like, I love every movie he's in. Like one of my favorite movies that it's always on now is Central Intelligence with him and Kevin Hart. Oh, I remember that. Because he gets to play like it's a different like like he's still a rock, but it's like he's a little bit weird. Yeah. And and it's he's just he's such a funny guy. I, I love him to death. But and I would love the idea of being president, but also it is very Camacho. But the idea that he would be the presidential board of, fit, uh, board of fit, like fitness would just be him. Be like motherfuckers, we're, like everyone's getting up before him. But that's the thing, and we're like, all lifting. He lives. He lives a, a healthy life. Like in general, it was a healthy lifestyle. Like if you oh, look yeah. at like him, him as a person, like. He's doing things that everybody should probably be doing. You you know? Know, the, for a while, and don't you want a president that's inspirational? Oh, like, yeah. Don't oh, you no. want someone that's going to get you motivated? I'd rather have elect him as president than anybody else and then be like, yeah, I want to do stuff for my country. I don't mm-hmm. want, like, then that's that's a that's a very close line. Maybe we don't want somebody that's too motivational. Then you're doing whatever you want for the country. But... I mean, still, I would say like, like he had an app for a while called the Rock Clock. I remember that. That like, like you can set it to wake up when he wakes up. No, and he would like send you a video, and it'd be like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I did that shit one morning because it's a loud mo- like wake up, and it's like I woke up, I'm like, fuck you, Dwayne, and then like I deleted <laughs> it right there. <laughs> I'm like, nope. You and like four people have probably said his, that to him as. Uh. Fuck you, Dwayne. But now here's the thing: like, I can only imagine the amount of pressure his daughter is under now that she's joined the WWE. Well, did you see like the video of like he went down to the performance center and like talked to like all like the, the, the recruits and like it's bad enough like oh you're Simone Johnson, your dad's The Rock. Oh look, it's your dad. And like I know he didn't do it, but I can just imagine him going to everyone like you fucking touch my daughter, you do anything. I'll <laughs> Like, you ever want to work in this business? I'm the fucking rock. Right. Yeah. If I say nope to you, done. You done. might as well change profession. Yeah. I mean, he's probably one of the few people that can still walk into Vince McMahon's office unannounced without knocking. Oh, I, I mean, like, not only that, like he could walk into Vince McMahon's office. He could walk into Vince McMahon's like in the well in the bathroom, and he would be like, Dwayne. Yeah. Like. Like he can pick up the dinosaur skull that he has in his office, chuck it on the floor, and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you had to lift that, sir." Like, Mr. Man has a dinosaur skull. Oh, he's a, he's of course, he he's does. A t- he's a T Rex skull in his office. What? 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 Why? Because he, because he's is also it a real one. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know about that. I feel like he's cheap enough to buy a knockoff. Dude, he, say it's a real he one. cashed out five hundred million dollars of his own stock to restart the XFL. And surprise, surprise, week one was great. Week two was a little bit less. Week three is, is like nobody now. wants to watch the XFL. Isn't this the, like how many times is he gonna people are gonna have to learn like 
it's a great idea and concept, but still nobody really wants to watch it. There's too many sports as it is. We need American Gladiators back. Bring back American yeah. Gladiators. Bring back a guy with a bazooka that's going to shoot a giant foam rocket at, some, at somebody that while they're jumping over some sort of weird foam bridge with a rope and like right. a jousting thing. Like, I want to see that. Like, it's when it's sort of like there are people like in my timeline, they're like, they bought XFL gear and like, Congratulations on being Homer Simpson in you know ahead of your curve because in a year you're like I can't wait for the defenders to like like it's it's gone man. Do you remember when the Simpsons episode where Homer got the football the football team and he well, what football team was it? Was the it? Denver Broncos. Then he was so depressed about it. <laughs> He's like, sorry, we had to let you go, and then like, but here's here's a gift for it. It's it Ben's favorite team. It's my favorite football team of all time. I was to this day, whenever I see that, that I get so fucking mad. And he's like, oh, the Broncos. Oh, that makes me so mad because it was a year that we were not great, and like two years later, we were in the Super Bowl again. Is that who John Elway played for? Yep. Yeah, my favorite player of all time. All time. Uh, oh, like, and like Matt Groening has some kind of vendetta against the Denver Broncos because like there's been multiple jokes at their expense. Like they were one of the uh, the the parties that could have killed Mr. Burns. Really? It was like I think yeah, I think I remember yeah. that. Oh yeah. no, it's still to this day. Disney, get out your boys. We need some money. You know. Even like and of course the the reverse of that is the South Park guys since they're from Colorado. Like they they, give, they always rip on the Broncos. Oh no, they they all give praise to the Broncos. Oh, okay. Like they're always like there's a a scene that I play every year the first game of the season. There was a like they're in the church scene and the the, the guy ends the okay everyone now do the prayer. Let's go Broncos. So uh, why the Broncos? Like are you? I, I'm from Denver. I, I was born yeah, born in Denver. Um, so that family out there. So like, even though I grew up in Michigan. Why would, you, why would you come out? Here? Why would you stay out here? Well, so like I, I Denver's grew, beautiful. I born, yeah, born in Denver. My parents moved us. Well, my dad moved the family to Holdridge, Nebraska. Hmm. Uh, then from there, my parents got divorced. Then we moved to Wisconsin. Were you like the witness protection program? Why? What? Uh, he got a job at the landfill in in Holdridge, Nebraska, where, where he held that job, rose up to the ranks, became the manager of there, retired like a couple years ago. Like it is like Holdridge is like the, the size of. I don't know. It's maybe like five, five, six thousand people, maybe. <laughs> sounds, so like, like, sounds like Kanye, where I'm from. And so, like, like everyone knew him. So, like, he would walk in, hey, Steve, how you doing? And, like, you get rid of a body? See that guy. God, pretty much. Like, <laughs> and, like, he became, like, he was on the the, the national board for waste management. Like, wow. he, he became, like, really respected in the trash game. <laughs> Wait, is your, is your dad mobbed up? Uh, you have to be. You can't get him with that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Up. We're gonna start. If he's mobbed up, he's doing it fucking wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, where's the where's the soprano soundboard? Till he, you know, all of a sudden it's like I'm cashed out. I'm just gonna live my best life. Where'd like, you get all this money, Dad? Like, I've never been a big car guy. Like, I drove a 2010 Chevy Cobalt. The only reason I bought a Chevy is I wanted a Detroit car because I grew up in Michigan, and like a nice car, it's probably gonna be a Nissan. So I'm gonna say fuck that. I could that. see you in a, like a Subaru. Uh, Subarus, are, I, I fucked with the Subaru. Uh, next car I want, I want an SUV. I want to be a little higher off the ground. Gotcha. Those new Outbacks are uh, are pretty slick. I saw one yesterday on television. They were showing like it has like the is this the, the Tesla Center the, where it's like a screen. And that, it's, like, is that the iPad. Genesis? Is that the one? No, no. Genesis is like a which one? Am like I a Hyundai. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. You're right. Yeah. This is click and clack, and we're coming back in with car talk. That's car right. talk. Car Talk is one of my favorite NPR shows. I love that show. 
Do you do you remember like the on Sun or like Saturdays and Sundays like you'd be watching cartoons and eventually it would click over to like the car show at like oh yeah one or two yeah. and it's like I don't want to watch this who are these old guys it's like I want to fix up this old Chevy I'm like or like, why? like where I was I grew up it was either this whole house or like fishing shows yeah and my dad would be like nope it's my turn now like and yeah. like you know bass fishermen. And you know, Bubba G. Dickweed. You know, there was there was Bob Vila, and there was what Norm Abram was yeah, like. The, was like the two people. Yeah. I always thought they were gonna like. I would love to see them. Those two guys get in a fight. Like, who would actually win? Because I feel make like, them compete. I feel like Norm Abram was the guy that actually knew how to do everything, but Bob Vila was the guy. That's like, yeah, I know how to do it. But I'm gonna hire yeah. this contractor to go install. Yeah, I remember windows. hearing Bob got sued for like a bunch of stuff. It's I wouldn't like, be surprised. Yeah. He looks so shady. Yeah, but I remember like watching cartoons, and I yeah. knew cartoons. Were over. Like Bob Vila. Were, well, thank you. Uh, I that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. I, I Don't remember. let him come install windows. For no, you. not at all. You should never let me in your home. They'd all be weird. They'd be all the wrong sizes. It'd look like a always, Beetlejuice house or did something. Did you ever see that? Like, uh, there's always a place that that sells missized windows. Like, speaking of like, now we're on like home home improvement podcast now. Yeah. Uh, that tool that, time. There you go. Uh, you need that mixer that so you can get those noises. Like, yeah. um, that sells odd shaped windows. Like, why? Why do you? Who's buying these? Like, are you going to refit your home? That, that's a front. To, that is a front. There's like down the street. Like for the longest time, there was a uh, vacuum store. That's a front. Yeah, it has to be. Who's going around buying yeah, vacuums like, from a vacuum store? Yeah, like that is a front for the mob. Or, like, yeah. like there's no way. Like, yeah, because all those mattress stores are like a shell game too. Yeah. Of just moving money around. Yeah, you're just claiming a loss for six years and shutting your doors and then moving on to the next thing yeah. that you can claim a loss of. Yeah. I mean, Speaking of anybody who wants to open up a mattress store and not actually sell any mattresses, please contact me. Uh, I can always use some income tax, you know, help. Thank you. Especially if you're an attractive single woman. Yeah. <laughs> who has a lot of money. I mean, and also, or mattresses. If, if you want to try out mattresses, you know, if you're single I don't know lady. if I want to get involved with that if she has a lot of mattresses. That seems like a weird... <laughs> It's like something weird's happening there. This is my I've dowry. Got, I've got 50 mattresses. So like, motherfucker, what? Like, what? Nobody needs to buy them. They just well, you've to. never heard of the Princess and the Pea? Come I on. I was in the Princess and the Pea. Thank you very much. In grade school. Did you, were you play the Pea? Light. Drink ah! <laughs> somebody owes somebody a Coke. Um, or Coke. Or cocaine. Or cocaine. There you go. Not the energy. Well, maybe the energy drink if it's we still. find it. you probably find it on like eBay or something. Uh... I was night number three. Thank you very much. Night number three. Night number three. It was on. It was right before. Third time's the charm. I was I the uh, lawyer in Little Abner, so I went from night number three to actual lines, which I didn't memorize, and I rode in a bicycle in a white suit. I looked like uh, the Colonel from uh, KFC. <laughs> Night number, th- number three reminds me of um, uh, Love Actually when the little girl's like, you know, oh, I'm in the nativity. Like, I'm the third lobster. And M. Thompson's like, there were more than three lobsters present at the birth of Christ. <laughs> Who, I, well, I didn't know about that. That's an add-on. There you go. i never actually seen Love Actually, but I have a friend who loves that movie. It's like... It's kind of, it's trashy, but like I I do it's, it is a Christmas tradition, and it's like again like anything father and son and there's like Liam Neeson uh, like has a stepson in it and like his wife dies spoiler uh, uh, at the very beginning well, that's heartbreaking um, and like they, they have a like a, a fun relationship and it, it, it's, it, it's very British and I you know I have I enjoy the Brits for the for the most part are you a Doctor Who fan then I 
I am. Like, I have not, like, I feel bad I have not really watched any of the newest Doctor. Um, I'm a big Tenet fan. Tenet uh, was my guy. Like, one of my the absolute like, top 10 heartbreaking moments in all of, of uh, TV is when he regenerates. And that line of, I don't want to go. And you can just tell that like, was him. That was David Tennant saying, I don't want to leave this. I mean, I love Matt Smith, um, but, like, David Tennant was, to me, is my doctor. So, uh, I, I started with uh, Eccleston. Yeah, Eccleson. David Eccleston, yeah. Right, and I, I watched the first season. I didn't really care. And then Tennant, like, came on. They did, like, two seasons, and then I came back to it. And I was like, this guy's amazing. Um, but if I had to choose one, it's Capaldi. I love... Capaldi's great. Like, I love angry old... Doctor, like, because if you think about it, this, this guy is thousands of years old. He's not going to be this youthful, like, oh, everything's going to work out thing. You're going to be, you're going to get jaded after a while. This is like his. He wasn't even supposed to regenerate again after Matt Smith. So like him regenerating and then regenerating into an old man who's like, you got to admit, in like in the beginning, is kind of broken and kind of like. You know, you can see those tiptoeing lines in, like, Tenet's uh, series where, like, with family blood, where he takes that whole family of aliens and just basically, like, oh, I'm going to show you. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to, like, do anything that's going to harm you. But I'm going to let you live with what you've done. Oh, so he traps him, traps him in the mirror. There's, like, trapping him in all these weird things. Yeah. And, like, you're just, like, it was, like, dark. He's, like, no. You're, like... Death isn't good enough for you. You get to live out eternity in this like dwarf star where you can't do anything. It was, I mean, it was such a, an interesting choice to go from like kind of the youth exuberance of Matt Smith, and then like, like a one eighty. Yeah. But, but I, that's what I, I I love about it. I love that they can't keep us guessing. Uh, but I, I've watched a couple with the newest Doctor. I mean, I'm, I was definitely like I think she's great. Um, I mean, like, Doc, like Doctor Who, it definitely does go through peaks and, peaks and valleys. Mm. But like even Bad Who, it's kind of, kind of like pizza. You're we're, still gonna watch it. Yeah, it's still gonna watch it. Yeah. It's still it's still better than like you know a lot of shock that's on TV. Oh, definitely. So like, I mean, like there's, but it's been funny like, lately. I've been trying to get into shows. Actually, the show that I just started, I really liked. On Hulu, there is a, a, show, a, a TV version of High Fidelity. I hear it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. And like, what's the one nice about it is they, they do, there are a lot of crossover elements from you know book and movie. Um, even the apartment kind of looks similar. But I, so it's a, obviously a gender flip with Zoe Kravitz playing uh, the role of Rob. The the woman who plays the Jack Black character from the movie, mwah, like it's. Definitely in the spirit of that, but she makes it her own. It's so good. Like the show is really good. I, the music's really good in it. Obviously, like it's. I really like it. Like, it's really good. I was very hesitant because I love. I love the book and the movie is in my top five. Because um, it's just, wrong. It's just such a good movie. Like it's like and like John Cusack. Like give me a, a, a night where like give me a, a double feature of High Fidelity and Gross Point Blank. Oh, that's. That's a that's a good one. That's yeah, a solid one. yeah, that's a so, solid. I, I had a. I think uh, they made that DVD. I did. I, I had I had that DVD. I had that DVD, and the first night I was in my own, my, my first apartment by myself when I lived in Detroit. I watched that back to back, and it's just like that's one of my go to happy movies is High Fidelity because it's just so good, and that's one of that's one of my favorite soundtracks too. That's great, man. Speaking of that, I'm going to the record store after this. There you go. Oh, what are we are we looking for anything in particular? There is a band called. I keep going in. Well, I'm currently doing this whole learning lesson on the Stooges, like Iggy Pop and the Stooges. Okay. Like how that all got started, which uh, was all, he's from Ann Arbor, Michigan. 
Yep. I didn't realize that. I felt like he probably grew up in a city somewhere that was more populated than that. But I mean, Ann Arbor's good size. I mean, like it, it's in. It's like he, that's where University of Michigan is. Boo. Um, but like he spent a lot of time in Detroit. Yeah. Like, and like Detroit, like his, like obviously Motown. Well, the MC Five was like huge influence to all of them. Yeah. So. Like obviously, like Motown is the big, like the biggest presence in Detroit. But like also, you see a lot of Iggy out there as well, and it's good stuff. It's interesting that I didn't realize his uh, his name was James. I had no idea what Iggy Pop's real name until I started doing this like uh, learning lesson on all of it. But I always loved so far. Like the best part about it was the um, learning like how when the Stooges got together, they were trying to um, like get their sound together, and they started out more psychedelic, right? And they uh, they. Uh, started going and hanging out with MC5 and then they became like the sister band of the MC5. Like they would go and open shows for them. Uh, and the uh, podcast I was listening to about it um, was saying that like the guy from the MC5, like the leader of the band, which I don't know his name, which uh, Wes will probably kill me that I don't know these things. Shout out Wes Allen. Uh, said, uh, you got to get with the people, man. That's where it's at. We're the people. And then I guess Iggy Pop comes back and says like, and if you know Iggy Pop's voice at this point in his life, it's very like, oh, I'm a very old man. I'm Iggy Pop. He's like, the people, oh, yeah, the people, fuck the people. The people don't give a shit. And it's just like, that's so hilarious to hear like Iggy Pop say that in general and like in my mind. And I just keep like driving down the street and just thinking, oh, the people, fuck the people. <laughs> just like, <laughs> the I most. The most, like, uh, out of everything I've learned about him, that's the thing that just keeps popping up in my head. Then he made an instrument called the Ostracizer, which I think his last name was, like, James Oster or something or other, where it was, like, a blender with water in it and a microphone, and he would just play that at a show once on acid. And that was, like... Yep, I mean, like, that last that part. Right. That yeah. sounds very... Right. Everything like, on acid. Yep, okay, yeah. Yeah, I got you. So. But, I mean, like, it's... I love... The center of 